0: I would love to talk about uh, being an employee. I would love to talk about you then moving from employee to entrepreneur, and then from entrepreneur to intrapreneur. And I think there's a lot of people that are trying to decide, should they stay an employee, or should they go after it? This is Secrets for Success. Welcome to the Seekers for Success podcast. I'm your host, Greg Todd. Thank you, as always, for joining me. I have a special guest here today. Uh, uh, This person has been my longest standing team member. I'm not going to say employee. I'm not going to say entrepreneur. I to say entrepreneur, because that's what we're going to talk about on today's podcast. Uh, Brittany Lewis, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, And by the way, this room that if you're listening to this on YouTube and you see that we're in this really, really cool room, you were a huge part of design this room. Yes. So thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then we're gonna talk about the journey. Is that cool? Yep. And it's gonna yep. bring a lot of value to people. So go ahead and tell them who you are.
1: Okay. So I'm Brittany Lewis and I am the director here at um, Smart Success Healthcare for client relations.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. And um and you've been here for how long now? Four years. Four years. Yeah. Wow. You four, like four,
1: four long years.
0: <laughs> four long years. Okay. All right. So um so let's let's kind of talk about this. I, I really wanna make this episode about how you uh got into this world. And I think there's a lot of lessons that people can kind of get from you know, from this. So just to bring the backstory behind this, uh Brittany and I met because she was working part-time for one of her friends as she was uh as she left her job as an employee to become an entrepreneur and she was basically doing events primarily a wedding planner pretty much yeah right? i did wedding yeah. and events we did wedding and events and so uh that's how we met we met in 2019 i had just had my biggest event uh that i'd ever done I had a massive wave of new customers. And at that point, I was a one-man show in person. And I had like three full-time VAs that worked for me. So I had built now a multi-million dollar business. And it was now getting to the point where it was ridiculously overwhelming. So we randomly meet when I went to Kelly's Catering.
1: And you were on the phone.
0: And I was on the phone. Talking to clients because that's what I (laughs) do. And you were there working, I guess, as like a side job.
1: Well, I was helping her get her wedding side of the business going because she had done, you know, a lot of corporate events, Mm -hmm. which is how we originally met when I was at my corporate job. And um, so I was helping her trying to get her wedding and other event stuff, okay. like kind of started. Gotcha, gotcha. So I would just happen to be there that day randomly. Okay, right. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so
0: that's how we met. Uh, and this is what happened: 2019, my mastermind program went from 33 people to around 90 students, and uh, and I had to get ready for a hundred plus person event in Clearwater, like 30 or 45 days later. It, it wasn't that long. No. And uh, and Kelly had told me about you and mm-hmm. said, hey, she can help you with doing your event. So initially she had told me about you. I kind of blew you off. You did. Right. Yes. And then the <laughs> next time I was like panicked. You were like. And I was um, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was actually trying to find somebody. I was going through interviews mm-hmm. and I just couldn't find that person. Yeah. Uh, and then I found you and I said, hey, I'll just use you to help me run the event and not even two weeks after I signed the contract with you, you ended yeah. up becoming yeah. my assistant, my personal assistant, yeah. this, that, da, 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 da. So um, do you have another side to that story? Or no, that I mean, I think
1: that's, uh, that's pretty much it because yeah. it was, I remember when you told me the date of your event, I was like, um, that's like three weeks away. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't have any time to meet with me. Mm -hmm. And then we had to figure it out. And then that's kind of when I looked at your schedule and realized you didn't have enough time to pee. And I was like, this is not going to work. And that's what I did in my corporate job Mm -hmm. for 11 years was an executive assistant. So I kind of knew how to run calendars and just kind of keep everything organized and all of that. And that's when I was just kind of like, well, I mean, We could help you out with that. And then one thing led to another, and that's how it all started. Yeah.
0: So literally within three weeks, she went from uh, me meeting her at this meal prep shop to, hey, I'm going to hire you to help me with my event, to I'm going to hire you to help me with the rest of my events, to basically being my full-time assistant at the time. And it was a huge game changer for me. Um, And so... And so anyways, that's basically the story. And we've gone through a lot of different uh, pivots and navigation throughout the last four years. Uh, And she's still here with me today. So this is what I would love to do on the episode. I would love to talk about uh, being an employee. I would love to talk about you then moving from employee to entrepreneur. And then from entrepreneur to intrapreneur. And I think there's a lot of people that are trying to decide... Should they stay an employee or should they go after it Mm -hmm. and just go after their goals and dreams um, and become an entrepreneur? And I think a lot of people don't even know what an entrepreneur is. So can we go through the journey Mm -hmm. of of what life was like as an employee for you and why you ended up making that decision that you wanted to leave the last full-time job you were at? to go after your goals and dreams? Yeah.
1: So when I started in corporate, I think I was like, I don't know, 21. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's what you do, right? My parents uh, have been at the same job for 30 plus years. My mom is retired. My dad's getting ready to retire from the same place that they've always worked. Right. So that's all I knew. That I knew, okay, I just need to get a job and um, pay my bills and that's just what I do until I retire. And then the years tick by and keep ticking by. And it's the same thing over and over. And I like to be challenged. And I think I just got burnt out. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's fine if you just want to clock in, clock out and don't have to worry about anything else other than paying your bills. But that just was not me. I just was not being challenged. So
0: your big thing is that you weren't you didn't have the opportunity for growth.
1: Right. I mean, I was at the highest... I mean, I was an executive assistant for the senior vice president and CIO. There was no other way other than going to the CEO. And I actually knew that assistant, and she's wonderful, and she's still there. Right. But there was nowhere else for me to go. I was totally tapped out.
0: Would you mind telling the people what you started at, pay-wise? Sure.
1: Um, I started... When I first started the assistant job there, I was making, I think, like 40...
0: 45. Okay. And then
1: when I left there, I was making 53.
0: 53. Yeah. Okay. And you stayed there for how many years?
1: I was there. I was there total for eleven. And for nine of those, I was an executive assistant. Okay.
0: So let's break that. You said 45 is what mm-hmm. you started. And yep. you got to fifty-three. So in nine years, you were able to get just under a thousand dollar increase yep. on average per year. Yeah. Right. And and you pretty much knew that you had Capped out yep. at that point, so I, I think this is a big thing for you all to understand. Warren Buffett says it like this: He says, um, "If you aren't happy with the progress that you are making as you're moving through the water, you probably need to change the boat that you're in, yep. instead of worrying about fixing the patches. I mean, it makes leaks sense. Yeah, in the current boat, yeah. right? And so you are just as an employee." Working in a corporate position like that, yeah. you didn't have to worry about uh, your life, your health insurance or your life insurance. Your, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that you're getting paid on time or whatnot. You weren't in a volatile situation. It was steady. Oh, there yeah. There just was sure. very little growth to it, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but for you, you're like, I want growth. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of you, you're listening. And what you want is you want stability. And a job like that, it's like,
1: oh, it's it's, it's perfect, absolutely, right? Absolutely. Yes. Because there was over. 20,000 employees there. So it was, I knew no matter what, like I was good. Mm. As long as I did my job, I was good.
0: So what was the breaking point for you when you were there? Uh, Was it like, what made you say, all right, I'm putting in my notice and I'm going to now go from having this stable job to going into the unknown. What was the break? Did something happen?
1: I, I don't think anything happened. I think I just really just got tired of doing the same thing over and over. I mean, our department was six, seven hundred people because we were IT. Mm-hmm. So constantly doing the same events, not having any creativity towards anything, mm-hmm. attending these board meetings, doing mini- meeting minutes like it was just very mundane. I couldn't add any of like the things I wanted to do or any of my ideas like it didn't matter. It was very, very corporate. So I think I was just like, i I don't think I can do this another day. Were you scared? Uh, hell yeah I was took off on your own oh yeah yeah but I knew that I couldn't do that anymore mm-hmm. like I just knew and I had done some like side things for family and friends like the last two years I was there just like here and there like mm-hmm. could I actually do this right and then that's when I was like I just have to I have to figure out how to make it work because I can't wake up another day I, I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day right that's what I felt like yeah
0: so um but it's still scary right? oh no
1: it's a hundred percent scary, scary. Yeah. but I, you either like you have to take that leap though right if you really want it you're gonna make it work because yeah. that's what happened to me
0: did you have like a whole bunch of money saved up no we no? didn't
1: we had a little bit mm-hmm. but that was like our emergency situation did, so
0: did you have a plan of like well no. no okay no I, I just think this is i'm hearing your story yeah. my story is a little bit different mm-hmm. in that um I wasn't necessarily sick of what I was doing, right. but I knew that what I was doing wasn't going to get me to my goal. Yep. My goal was time, right? With Carrie. Yep. You know yep. how oh, for that sure. is, yeah. you know, to me. Uh, for you, it seems like you weren't able to unleash your creativity yep. and you felt like you were almost dying while living.
1: I know right? I was. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think you know this, but I thrive off of like being under pressure. I like challenging things. I like to figure things out. If I'm not challenged in that way, I just feel like I, I don't know what the point is. Right. right. Like the, for me, that's just I, I need to be challenged. Like right. I need to figure things out or make things happen. I just I work best under pressure. Yeah. I I
0: think for those of you that are listening, I think here is the big thing. Some of you are like, I don't know when's the right time to jump.
1: You're never going to know. You're never going to. Let's just be real. You're never going to. You can plan all you want.
0: But would you say that for you, it wasn't that I had enough money to start my thing. It was that you were basically dying while living. Yeah. You were literally dying while living. So for me, when I look back at my situation in 2004, going to 2005, I felt like my life was falling apart. So when it comes to oh my gosh i'm going to go and start something i don't know what i'm doing yeah. i don't but i'm like i'm dying anyways like i'm going to i'm going to lose the things that are the most important to me so for me that might have been my spouse right. but for you that might have been like i'm i'm losing my creativity i'm looking i'm losing my ability to grow to thrive yeah. and i, I feel like knew, that was happening
1: yeah it me. was because i also knew that i had skills that weren't being put into place. Right. So for me, it was just like, what is the freaking point? Right, right, right. And I mean, I didn't even have a business name when I left. Right. I I was just doing weddings and events. <laughs> That's yeah. all I was doing. I mean, I didn't have a business name for three months. Wow. I mean, I I'd had I didn't have anything, yeah. but I was just doing things for people, just for anything, mm-hmm. just to try to make a name for myself.
0: I have to say this, like now. Seeing kind of how you've evolved with, hey, we just did everything together. Now you're kind of the key contact for our clients. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're the perfect person for that because like most of the time when people are are working for you in a business, they haven't been an entrepreneur and you actually have. Yeah. And so, uh, and you made the big leap that we're asking people to do. You did it. Yeah. And so I, I did it for three years. Yeah, and so I think that's the thing. It's like we've I've had never had to train you on this stuff. No, it's just like you've lived it. When you live it, you know. Like, look, this is what you got to do. It's
1: it's a twenty four seven job. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's it's not a job. I guess you would not I would not call it a job. Right. 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 right, But it's your life. I mean, that is your pride and joy. Right.
0: Okay. So now you go off and you're now doing Mm -hmm. your own thing, right? So can you tell the people a little bit about that whole? Um, time in your life, and um, and what you were doing, and then the decision that you had to make in last year, t- yeah, yeah in twenty twenty one. It was end of twenty twenty one, going into twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, so essentially, I left my corporate job at the beginning of 2019. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started everything. And I just was taking, and actually my entire business was all referrals. Mm -hmm. I never did any type of advertising or anything. So I would do like a wedding for someone and then their friends get engaged and like, hey, this person just did my wedding. And it just kind of like trickled. And then I would do like baby showers and bridal showers and all of that stuff. And then um, Kelly, she's been a friend for a long time. And she was like, hey, you know, I really want to launch this wedding side. Like, can you help me, you know, do that? And so I started going in there and helping her, trying to build all of these things. And just from already doing weddings and seeing how other caterers and stuff like that, and then helping her kind of implement and put those things into place. And then that's when, you know, I met you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I let you, I mean, you already knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And then when I came on as the assistant, then I was like, well, I still want to do this. And then we just had that understanding. And I continued to do weddings, events. I got my own place and, um, you know, had an inventory room, a showroom, an office, like everything. I was living my dream, but I was also helping you out. Um, So it was a big balance to do both. Um, Of course, like the things that I was doing was mainly on the weekend, so it didn't affect too much of, you know, you. And then when I did need to take time off for it, like I just talked to you about it. Um, But then I think. I had to make a big decision because of what I saw in you and in the company and the mission and your vision and there, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to help you in the way that I would want to if I was doing my thing.
0: Yeah. I, I think there. Are, I, I've had this conversation so many times with so many team members throughout the years. Um, and so I'll give you kind of my version of it. Yeah. Uh, initially, when you came in, I, I didn't think of you as an entrepreneur. I thought of you as an employee that was helping me because yep. you were an entrepreneur and doing your own thing. But then it got to this point where, especially in 2021, where like like initially when you came in, I'll go back to 2019 to 2020, she came into a mess and it was just me, me, and I had all my clients slash friends and it was like 700 of them, right? (laughs) And it was was a (laughs) lot. And so we knew that like this couldn't scale beyond this. And she came in almost as kind of like the bad guy and she started to create boundaries for me to the people right it did not go well Well, yeah it didn't go very well no all right um but eventually we kind of like just started from scratch we we cleaned the slate and i had some time away from everything uh and i said okay you know what all right i'm gonna come back i came back and in 2021 we did an event and after the event i was like okay i'm back Yep. right and so i could almost feel that there was a pull. And you could just tell when things are off Yeah. where it was just a lack of focus. It's like, even though we tried to do both, I knew that it was going to be a problem. And I've had this conversation with team members over the years mm-hmm. where it's like they're doing something else and then I've got my thing and there comes this, this, this crossroads oh, yeah, you get to. Yeah, for sure. And I could see it when you were stressed and this and that. And I just say, hey, I think you got to make a decision at this point. And, you know, and I'm cool either way. And so she was an entrepreneur working for herself, a solopreneur, I would say, Mm -hmm. Um, didn't have any big team or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But then she decided that, do I want to be an entrepreneur or do I want to be an intrapreneur and basically work side by side with me to grow the mission? So can you tell me what went into that decision? Because there's, there's there's stuff you were going to lose if you decided to stay with me versus if you were going to continue with your business. Talk about that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was a very hard decision um, because I loved being an entrepreneur. I truly, truly did. But I think it was also what I did was very physical Mm -hmm. and my health was, that's when it kind of started to decline um, with just like Getting older and all that stuff you know but having stomach issues like just having a lot of issues right it just made it very hard to continue to constantly do the physical thing right so I think that was a big part of it I knew that even like if I left you and did my entrepreneur like I would be successful I knew that but I also knew how much I was helping with you and with the clients and I didn't want to lose that.
0: Did you see upside in being an entrepreneur versus being an entrepreneur? Did you feel like you were going to lose a lot if you decided to go the entrepreneur route versus the entrepreneur route?
1: I mean, for sure. No. I mean, I knew that you know, being an entrepreneur, everything's at risk, and I was willing to do that. Right. But I think for me, I saw the bigger picture with you mm. and helping more people and. Also, like, that risk is not 100% on me. I mean, it is, but it's not. Like, I'm not, I'm not fronting any monetary thing, you know, like, I'm just here to support you in the mission. So I I think that was, you know, another part of, okay, I know if I go the entrepreneur route, when is my body going to give out? Right. Okay. When am I not able to do it?
0: Right. This is so important (laughs) right now. All these things are important for people to understand because they're not, they're not making the decisions that they need to no, make. for sure, because of the things that you're saying, mm-hmm. right? So I want you all to think about, you know, what is the upside and what it is that you're doing right now. In her case, she was like, I am physically doing work. She physically has to go to events. She physically has to be there.
1: I have to That's, set up for she has hundreds, to of set up
0: hundreds of people. hundreds of people. She's got to make sure everything's organized. Like this, that, da da da.
1: And they have to be there all night. Those, right. those are literally like. 18 to 19 hour days and every single time you did it you're wrecked you knew it you were, you, wrecked. You were yes. wrecked for like yes. a week i almost want like, to go to the hospital one time yeah. and like, i saw what that. am i, I doing like, you're doing physical you're yeah.
0: doing implementation work all, all of the day time long. all the time and so when you were doing it and by the way you're doing maybe one maybe two a month when you're yeah. really busy yeah but i remember one time you did two for the month and every oh single gosh. time after that you're wrecked your body was wrecked was This, done. was wrecked. all yeah. this other stuff so i was just like I knew this is not going to work. She's going to hurt herself. So either she needs to leave here and go do that full time or stay here. Let's focus on this and let's grow this. And then let's like see the fruits of the labor from Mm -hmm. this. Right. Yeah. And so, guys, I just think this is really important for you to understand that I think a lot of people don't see opportunity. Yeah. Or don't even know what an entrepreneur can be. And so. For those of you listening, if you are an entrepreneur and you're like, gosh, I can't find people that will work hard, like really work hard for the mission, right? Have you given them an entrepreneur opportunity with you? So let's talk about what an entrepreneur is. An entrepreneur is someone who owns and operates a business and is willing to do so at a high financial risk. Yep. Do you see the high financial yeah, risk sure. I'm doing every single month oh, yeah. with this mm-hmm. crap show? Hi. Okay. <laughs> and again. All right. An entrepreneur is someone who takes ownership and operates the business, but is not putting up the financial risk. Yeah. Is the upside as big for you as it is for me? No. Yeah. yeah. But do you get upside from it? Oh, yeah. For sure. Have you made more than what you made in your nine years at Big Here? Yeah. Okay. And when things are going good- do you get other upside besides your base salary? Yeah. Okay. And that is what an entrepreneur is. So my question to you all that are listening, that's entrepreneurs, and you're like, gosh, all I have is a bunch of scrubs around me. Have you given someone an entrepreneur opportunity? Because you only need a couple people. All you need is a couple that's people. That's really all you need. I think that's one of the big yeah. things that I'm even learning. It's like when you have an, a really good entrepreneur is the equivalent of like six employees. But you got to give an entrepreneur opportunity. Right.
1: And I know. think that's one thing I will say that, um, you know, I thank you all the time for is just giving me that opportunity. But you also push me to be better because, right. you know, I can be right. So any time I wanted to learn something or do something like you, you showed me. Right. And then I just figured it out because how else, you know, how else was I going to to know? Yeah,
0: I think a lot of people, they struggle with that i think if we were to be honest there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are afraid to empower their yeah. people yeah because they feel like if they empower the people that people could leave and
1: t- i get it but just get clients. over it get their over, over you It's going to be so much better right. if you do that because i like i will say at my corporate job if they treated me with any amount of what you've treated i would have never left right i would have never left but we, we also celebrated everything, the good and the bad. Right. Like, it didn't matter. We were in it together. Like, right. that's just... But you treated me as an equal. Right. You didn't, like, treat me like I was beneath you. Right. And I think that's where some people get their little... Not little, they're big ass heads in the way, right. and they're like, "Oh, well, this is my business." Right, and then you like treat your people like crap, and wonder why you can't find anybody. Right. They uh, want because you're not treating them well.
0: They want to treat people like employees, but have them behave
1: yeah, like exactly, they and take that's not going to work.
0: A it's just, not going to work. That's not how it works, you guys. Like you've got to have compensation packages like their entrepreneurs, yep. And it's not just about money. It's not. It's about valuing their opinion. They understand it's your business. They understand right. that the final word has to go through you. But you have to value what it is that they're, um, they're inputting. Uh, you have to be willing to show them new things. And this is a thing that I look at. And so, you know, as an entrepreneur, I know someone. Like everybody wants an entrepreneur on opportunity, but right. not everybody acts like an entrepreneur. No, definitely so not. When, like what I've realized is that when I'm... Um, Getting people to try to pivot and adapt, and they yeah. can't do it. They're not entrepreneurs. Yep. They're employees. When I'm, um, you know, trying to get people to oh. to um, to uh, do new things or new activities, and they fight it, yeah. I realize, wow, they're really just employees. They're not entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? So what you were able to do is you were able to pivot as I pivoted, yep. right? I mean, I went from during the COVID time, we went from like oh, everything yeah. he did was not all in person, but we did from in-person oh, event. We were, event, supposed, to an we're supposed to have a person thousand-person event. event. And then we, it changed to a virtual event. Two. And then after <laughs> that, um, my, my virtual assistant, who was an employee, mm-hmm. then became an entrepreneur, yep. then went on to be an entrepreneur for a company I ended up creating with her. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't have somebody doing that anymore. You're like, I'll do it. Yeah. And then you learned all of the direct marketing stuff. You did all of that yeah. for the company and you pivoted so much. Mm-hmm. But I realized that
1: you love that's actually what you need. I actually love change. And I really wish people actually liked change more because yeah. the world is constantly changing. Right. Everything changes all the time. And if you can't adapt to it, you're going to be stuck in the past. Right. And that means you ain't going to go nowhere. Right. So I think I think a lot of people just and I think, too, entrepreneurs think like, oh, they have the cake work like mm-hmm. they, they can just, you know, reap the benefits. And no, 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 no. no, no.
0: You're you putting as much to... work yes. as entrepreneurs. entrepreneur. 100 percent. So let's yeah. kind of lay this out for people now. OK, you've got three different options. And as you're listening to this, you might be, you are one of these three people. Right. Okay. Right. And let's just talk about how this all works. You are either the entrepreneur who owns and operates a business, but you have to understand that you have to do two things. You got to pony up all the money. You got to take all of the financial hit, and you're going to have to cast the vision and make the hard decisions Yep. without me casting the vision. There would have been no reason for you to say, I'm going to leave my dream to right. go work with this guy 100%. and go after his dreams. 100%. I think what I did is I casted a dream so big that you're like, damn. In this way that it's set up, I could get to all my goals and dreams through the big vision that yeah. he's casted yeah. being a part of this. But as an entrepreneur, you had to take ownership sure. and operate the business like it was yeah. yours. And you have and done that. Did. And you, and done, you have yeah. 100% done that. You don't have to stay up at night thinking about all the financial peril that I go through, but you treat it like it is yours. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And you you watch the money and you watch all those things like it is your money. Yeah. And so because of that, you get treated different than an employee does. Right. Right. Um, And then there's an employee. And for many of you, like you don't want to work weekends. You don't want to work nights.
1: There's a lot of people listening to this that don't want to be in their job right now. They don't want to be in their job right now. they are scared as hell to make that jump. But
0: they're also, are they willing to take the additional call? Are they willing to talk to somebody on a Saturday? Some people will and
1: some people won't. And and those that won't, what should we tell them? You have to make yourself desirable. Mm -hmm. You have to show your skills and be willing to put it out there like that's the only way you knew that I could do this right. was because I was like well I'll, ju- I'll do it right or I figured it out and then I came to you with a problem and a solution right I think a lot of people are just like oh yeah I don't I don't know how to do this i um, well, do you know Mr. Google because yeah. Mr. Google is a very great resource mm-hmm. of somewhere to start to figure it out
0: every single thing we just figure out a- everything we figure it out we make mistakes and we keep on going here's the other thing too can we start to talk to people a little bit about how this business works. We're doing what we pretty much do a bunch of 168 business. Are you at home chilling with your dogs (laughs) and with Jacob, just hanging out, doing nothing, just watching Netflix or what's that show Shit's Creek? You like to watch (laughs) or whatnot. Is that what you're doing all day? (laughs) No. Okay. Good God. Can you say how many Saturdays have you not looked at anything with regards to work? And the last 52, let's take the last 52 Saturdays. How many Saturdays can you truly say that you have not, Done anything with regards to work. Honest. I, I just want to be honest with the people.
1: Honestly, yeah. I don't think any. Any? Okay. I don't think any. So, okay, good. Um, honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's great for me. I okay. don't think right. any. Yeah, me no, either. I really like, don't. I mean, I, keep, you know, me I cannot think of a time mm-hmm. in the last four years that I have not put any type of thought, action into the business right. at all. Okay. So even when I would go on vacation, yeah, like you're thinking about like, like when I was on vacation in Mexico, I mean, I'm still answering people. I mean, I was sorry, babe, but I was on my anniversary trip this Mm -hmm. year and I was messaging people because they were confused about things or they needed a quick, you know, answer or I would just let them know, like, hey, I'm on vacation. I'll get back to you on Monday. And they were like, no problem. Yeah. But what, like, I'm not going to just like leave them hanging.
0: Right. I think there's. I I I um I was sent this from a student. It was an Instagram uh, story. It was a podcast. Some guy named Brent something, and anyways, it was like the guy was saying that um two uh two people that he knows, I guess that are kind of like mini mentors to him, mm-hmm. that are billionaires. He says he was texting them and asked him a question. He said both of them responded back in thirty seconds. Yeah, it's like. You guys want to be successful and you think yeah, that you're I mean, just going to you're on. just going to respond back to people whenever. No, like no. like like people don't have other options like that's not how it works. No, it's not. By the way. Now, let's talk about the other side of it as an entrepreneur and how we have it set up here. Yeah. If you need to go to a doctor's appointment, is that ever an issue? No. If you needed to go and take care of something with your precious beloved dog, is that ever an issue? <laughs> Never. No. If you need no. to stay home for a week. Yeah. And work from home because you have issues with the dogs. Is that an issue? No. No. You know, it like you could, you have so much flexibility yeah. that you didn't have at a daycare. Oh,
1: bancare. for sure. But I, at this, the same time, yeah.
0: it's not a nine to five gig. No. That's, that's not, not how this works. No. And so we understand, we respect our customers. Yeah. And we respect them so much to understand that they have the option of going anywhere oh, else. Of course. So yeah. we are going to. We are going to make sure that they are. I have more stress feeling that my cus- my customers are not taken care of yeah. than I have of actually saying, you know what? Let me just respond to this mm-hmm. real quick yeah. and let them know, hey, busy right now. Blah 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 blah. Boom. That's as it. As
1: long as they have an answer, right. Like they're fine, right? Like they will they will make it. But I do want to I do want to say this because I think it's important. Um, in the last four years, I have never ever been scared to be sick mm. and i think as an employee i was terrified to be sick right. because i can't take off right or i can't work from home like mm. it was so scary to be sick so it's a f- it's a fake
0: it's a fake freedom oh 100%. it's a fake freedom yeah because think oh i work nine to five but i have my life yeah no, but you, you don't. really don't you have don't. your life you don't that's how it was for me too no nope. it's like yeah i was working well, at my job, it was a nine to five, but but I was working in these hours, right? But I couldn't take off time. No, and as a therapist, if you took off a week or two weeks or oh, whatever, yeah. when be- you came back, yeah, like you were already on the chopping block, yeah, because your patients are like, well, I'm not coming in if you're not mm-hmm. there, and you and I initially thought, oh my god, well, of course, because I'm like the greatest actor, um, da 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 da, like, but no, <laughs> but guess what? Every ego driven uh, therapist,
1: of course, yeah, thinks yes. that, yeah, yeah,
0: and. What I didn't realize is that they're like, you know what? We can get rid of this guy. Okay. So you were never safe. You never felt like, oh, my gosh, I can take off time. Oh, my God. I can take care of my my little daughter, yeah. Ad- Adrienne, at the time. Yeah. I can't do this. I can't do that. So, you guys, there's always a cost to everything.
1: I'd probably you know? be fired right now of all of the things that I've had to do between the dogs and, you know, my sickness. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, shoot, even when we got COVID, like, right. we were still working when we had COVID. Right. Not in the office. But it's just, I don't, it's just a different mindset. Right. Like as an employee, I wouldn't care. Right. Would not care. Wouldn't even, I'd never even thought about my job. Right. Never.
0: Mm.
1: And here, I, I can't turn it off. Yeah,
0: turn off. It doesn't yeah. turn off. I just think that this is such an important episode because I think a lot of people just don't understand what it actually takes yeah. to be successful. Yeah. I think a lot of people really like the idea of, oh my gosh, I want, I want to set up like Brittany where I can be an entrepreneur, but they don't understand- what an entrepreneur really does—that yeah. gives them the right, right. to yeah. be able to have the freedom. You have to prove yourself. The ownership. Yep. You do, and you know, and the upside, mm-hmm. you know, but you have to—you have to actually take ownership of the business. And many of you, you're working in a small business setup. Yeah. And every single business that I have, it is considered a small business. When it's a small business, you can't just shut it off like an no. employee. You like you're checking go, out at four fifteen yeah. every day
1: you have to go like, above and beyond and that's go, what yeah. i've always done right like i i think you've seen time and time 100 over again like i will go above and beyond for right. anything right if we need to figure something out i'll figure it out right like there's no there's no time that it actually stops
0: i think a lot of people think that they're and they're leaving their job because they want more freedom and flexibility and, and they think not, that, that I can be it. my own boss No. and I don't have to, I can do my doctor appointments whenever I want, but they have to understand there's a trade-off to this. Yes, you can have your doctor's appointments. Yes, you can stay, but you're going to ha- have to make up for it. And you're going to get compensated based on results. And if you don't get results, you're gone. Yep, You're gone. Whether you're an entrepreneur or you're an entrepreneur, you're gone. And uh, And by the way... If you don't do that as an employee, you're gone too. Yeah, exactly. Again, you're gone yeah. too. But there's very yeah. little upside to it. Yeah. So I, I hope you all took a lot from this episode. Uh I hope, you know, Brittany's story of, you know, employee, entrepreneur, entrepreneur has kind of given you some insight to where you're at. All right. Before we finish, is there anything you want to tell the people?
1: I just like don't be afraid. And this is not a don't be an entrepreneur or be an entrepreneur and or don't be an entrepreneur be an entrepreneur. like you have to decide for yourself mm. what it is that you want to do uh-huh. I loved being an entrepreneur I if I didn't have to do all of the physical work I would love to be an entrepreneur Great. but I'm also willing to put in the responsibility the risk the time some people aren't ready to do that they, or they don't self-aware. want to they it's are yeah, you have to be self-aware yeah. but I knew that I physically couldn't do it and I was like okay I don't know how much longer this could happen if I'm an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, but I know I have this opportunity with Greg to help thousands of people time over time, time again. And I just went with that right. because I knew that I would be able to help more people and I would love what I do.
0: Right. Right. And then I
1: had my last wedding last year.
0: Right. Yeah. It's awesome. That's awesome.
1: So I just just it's scary. But what's even scarier is um, your job will replace you tomorrow.
0: Yeah. They sure
1: will. They sure will. They sure will. You're just a number. You're just a number. So Watch. don't don't be a number. Just do it for yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, and I think one of the big things, I'll, I'll say this, I want to finish out the podcast by just honoring you a bit. You know, what you have been able to do over the last four years is constantly exude value. I told you this yesterday. Yeah, I was like, and you've been able to exude value, meaning that um, it's going to be very, very difficult to replace someone like you, not because necessarily the skill set, right? Because like I think other people can learn it, For sure. but it's the value that you're always looking at giving. Every single day, you're able to read the room and say, what type of value can I bring to this company? Uh, that's going to make and I don't feel like it's a selfish thing like what type of value can I do to make sure I no, stay no. at the top of the no. totem pole Mm-mm. but it's more what value can I bring that is going to make the company move one step forward today yeah. that might be reaching out to a customer that might be doing a very um, personable touch point with a customer our
1: clients know I they, mean, know. Th- they know they know I- right. I've, I've built very strong relationships mm-hmm. with all of them
0: that and might be collecting money. yeah no, that, no, that, that might be that might be that might be hey, you know what Greg, I see an opportunity here, something for you to think about yeah uh that could be that could be so many different things, but that's what you've done time over time that uh says you really are the you are the quintessential perfect image of an of an entrepreneur. you really are. and so I appreciate you I thank, thank you, you for that. Uh, thank you for what you've done for the mission. I thank you for truly um making my life for the most part easier. Oh please. for the most part. <laughs> I said, you have your days. Yeah. But yeah. no, but seriously, for the you know, you you've made my life easier because uh you're able to read the room. For sure. And know, hey, you know what, he needs help here. Let me see what I can do to bring value here. And guys, if you do that and you work for someone that actually has some pretty big visions in their an honest person, you know, you can go pretty far being an entrepreneur. So I hope this, this episode helped you guys. And, um, if people want to, Find out more about you, where should they go?
1: <laughs> smart <SmartSuccessHealthcare.com.
0: laughs> All right. Go to smart You can reach out to her at Brittany at smartsuccesshealthcare.com. Yes. So yes. You can ask her any questions oh, that for sure. She'll, yeah. she'll be willing to uh to 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 answer it.
1: It's been a it's been a roller coaster of a journey, but yeah, um yeah. highs and lows, but once you get off, you want to get right back on. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah.
0: and I appreciate you, you know, being on a lot of this ride, you know, with yeah, me. So I appreciate you. you. Thank, thank
1: you. I appreciate you. you. All right. Thank you.